Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and the, for the first time in a long time, I mean this, this is a teen drama fan cast. Ah, I thought you were going to come in excited because we went and got books today. We went to the bookstore. <laughs> got excited, but also because you like the episode, but also books. Yeah, we a went to the bookstore. bookstore. It was so hot because there was so many people in it because we went to a special after-hours shopping event. Apparently. And well, we were invited to it by email. I feel like a lot of people just went there because they were like, oh, it's a special after hours shopping event. They're like, well, I have to go. I was invited. <laughs> That's true. Whereas I was like, I can buy Christmas presents for 30% off. <laughs> oh, no, they were all there for a lot of them were there for Christmas presents. Did a lot you of them see were some of the people it. buying like so much Legos? A lot of Legos. I saw people going by with like a stack of like 12 books, all like a, like a tower. I'm like, yeah, you read those books, my good sir. There was one woman who just had a stack of what looked to me like tea teen fantasy <laughs> yeah. and I was like yes yes whoever, for all your teenagers whoever you're buying that for is going to have such a good Christmas <laughs> and if it's you you read those books because YA novels are not just for YA it just means <laughs> the protagonist is 16 yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> But yeah, we uh we're coming in hot because we got some books, which gets makes us <laughs> makes excited. Us excited. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even talk because of how excited I am. Got, a, got books for other people and books for ourselves. That's true. Mm-hmm. Did you get books for yourself? I actually get any books for myself because wow. well well I I I have books I need to finish. <laughs> I know. I and actually they, and they, did, they didn't they did not have the one book I wanted to get for myself. So oh, what was the book you wanted to get for yourself? I need to get the next one in the Brandon Sanderson's alloy. Brandon Sanderson's Alloy of Law series. You should put that on your Christmas list. Yeah, probably, because I have Shadows of Self that I just finished, so I need to get the next one. Will that book also be a thousand pages? No, Brent, no, these are his short books. These are his fun side books that aren't a thousand and... Eleven hundred pages. Oh yeah, we looked at that in the bookstore, and I was like, "I cannot buy that, for I cannot carry that in this line. My yeah. arm will get sore." <laughs> yeah, if you don't know who Brandon Sanderson is, he writes very long books. Cause fantasy very... is long. I don't know why. Like, just I. Because you know, have when, to explain about all the wars. Whenever I see a book that big, I'm just like, I feel like you could have done some editing. Well, you know, there's a whole chapter where they explain the war between the elves, and it's important it to understand that context. I guess. I don't know. It's like Game of Thrones gets away with it because they have a whole bunch of different characters in their books. And I say, like, the first one, maybe the second one end in a logical place. But, like, the rest of the ones, there just feels like he's just sort of like, and we're done. He just gets tired of writing. Like, all right, that's a stop for this one. We'll pick that up later. Have you listened to, let's talk pod on pod. The, there's some a Bim Bam episode yeah. where someone's writing and asking for advice. And they reveal that their boyfriend watched Game of Thrones in an insane order just insane it was like season one then season four and just all over the place then their brother or i guess this is their boyfriend then their boyfriend showed his brother game of thrones but he did it by character storyline and he cut out characters that he didn't care about like joffrey i mean that's one way to do it and you know what i want someone to do that for me you just just set set up each book as like a storyline. Be like, oh, this one actually doesn't matter. This yeah. character doesn't go anywhere. He could you can actually just get their entire story by reading him in other people's like. So we're just going to see him in other scenes. Any scenes that are just him, you don't need. It. You're not going to be getting those, but you'll definitely will see him as a side character in other stories. Like I've seen all the Game of Thrones TV series, but I want someone to give me like a viewing <laughs> of character storylines they think are ap- appropriate and important. In the order they want me to watch it. Yeah, yeah, like a uh, uh, there's there's a name for 
Like, I well, I guess it would. It would it's not really a director's cut. It's like a fan cut. <laughs> not really a fan cut. It's a dude cut. <laughs> There's a dude cut. I just think if someone did that for me, it would show that they love me so much. <laughs> and also, they love Game of Thrones so much. I do like the idea of someone being like, look, I re- like, that shows love between two people. Because if you're like, look, I really like this thing. I understand it's got a lot of bad things. I would like you to like it as well. I don't expect you to, to deal with all of it. So here's just the good stuff. Enjoy! <laughs> if you want to... <laughs> I, I, have, I have scaled this and rated this on a scale of good... Fine. Eh. Okay. And, and unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be showing you unacceptable. You. It will be there in the back, but you have to get it yourself. If you want it, you have to fight for it. <laughs> like I did. I had to fight through it. <laughs> Maybe someone could do that with Riverdale. No. Too entwined. Uh, <laughs> too entwined. How? I don't the, even know what cut you would do. I don't know. They oh my god! You could cut all of it as if Josie was a main character. So, you, but then it would only be like fifteen minutes long. I want, I want that, and most of it would be singing. I want that fan vid. Uh, the Josie is the lead of this TV show. Fan vid. Yeah. All right. Well. On we, that uh, note, <laughs> let's talk about what we actually have. All right. Well, let's do Riverdale. Riverdale. So this will be. Riverdale. We talked about nothing before this moment. Uh, Riverdale, season three, episode five, The Great Escape. The Great Escape. So we begin with uh, something that will come up later. A, the show's seeding things, which is awesome, where we draw a parallel between uh, Jughead's G&G game. And the prison. <laughs> In which there will be a prison break. Which, let's be clear, this is not the great escape. This is the dumb escape. Because unfortunately, this is an escape plan made up by Archie. In five minutes. Off screen. <laughs> yeah. So you know, this is a real high level logical problem yeah. solving here. So, <laughs> there's Archie. And the walkie comes up and he's like, alright, I got someone to cut the power to the fence here's the thing though it's over there and up a fence and real small and only open for a short amount of time but we can do it and archie's like we have to go now let's do it then in broad daylight in front of all the guards (laughs) a minor scuffle begins and they think that will be enough to distract the guards i guess and then what these boys do is start, like, screaming and running across the field. They're not even hanging out near the fence. No one's trying to be sneaky. No, they're just like, all right, start that fight. Ready, boys? Run. And then a bunch of boys just go running across the... And Joaquin falls. But really, these boys think they can run faster than rubber bullets. It didn't even matter. If, like, there's a moment where Archie's has to say, oh, man, I'm gonna, am I going to go forward? I'm going to go back for Joaquin. It didn't matter if he went forward because a bunch of guards with rubber with shotguns fire, like, beanbag rubber bullets at them. Now, to be fair, this is insane. <laughs> I am certain that guards at Juvie. Maximum security Juvie. I'm certain there's no such thing as maximum, maximum security juvie. Maximum security juvie. Is maximum security juvie just like really intense boot camp? No, I think it's just trying him as an adult. So he's in jail. Well, but he wasn't tried as an adult. He is in juvie. He's just in maximum security juvie. I'm pretty sure juvie is just boot camp. <laughs> I mean, bad boot camp. Juvie is not a place you want to be. <laughs> maximum security 
juvie. American listeners, can you report back? Anyway, uh, those boys are shot down and have no chance. There's this great moment where Archie just covers Joaquin. To protect him. But not the other boys. Joaquin's the only one he knows personally. (laughs) He knows all the other boys. They're all in the fight club with him. Can you imagine Aaron getting shot by rubber bullets and looking over and seeing the man who (laughs) planned this, the man who convinced you all to do this, covering another person? I mean, to be fair, at least he's covering someone and not being covered by someone. <laughs> that's a little bit better. You're, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Anyway, so that fails. Uh, and then that scene the Jughead was playing leads right into the final scene of the last episode. Oh, my God. It all comes together. Although now I have no idea how much time has passed between the last, last episode and the last episode. <laughs> I have no idea Because I either. thought they were like one after the other. But, but all of Archie's bruises have healed. So I don't know. I know. But uh, Betty comes in. Jughead does his crazy like, I will be level three <laughs> thing. And Betty essentially drops her head into her hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. Prepare for about 30 minutes of exasperated Betty and then real crazy Betty. Yeah, she basically turns into Alice. But uh, but for now, we get exasperated Betty where she has to listen to Jughead's, I don't know, fan fiction. Jughead has not slept since the last, last episode, which was maybe three weeks ago. And Who he knows? Start, and he starts dropping some hard G&G knowledge being like... Betty, this game isn't played anywhere else. It's and and it's it's world. Eldervar is a <laughs> anagram for Riverdale. And this game has been played by someone for longer than we know. They've been pulling the strings forever. Oh, yeah. It all goes back. Jughead's under the assumption that somebody has been do has been playing off the board for like Since the show started. I guess forever. And this... let me tell you, this show will not dissuade you of that idea. Unfortunately, Crazy Jughead is going to be crazy right. Betty's <laughs> like, Jughead, one of our parents could be a killer again, again. Jughead, there are nine suspects. There were nine people in the school when the principal got murdered, and it's everyone's parents. But this is, no, that's not it. It's the game master, and he's been a game master for much longer. He or she, he or she has yeah. been a game master for much longer than I've been a game master. But you know how you catch a game master? By becoming a game master! And I'm like, this, is, this isn't this is even not Dungeons and Dragons. This isn't anything. And Betty... Drops right into your hands again. It's like, okay, well, you play your game. I'm going to go do detecting. All right, you LARP. I'm going to. Bye, boy. I'm going to go do some crime work. (laughs) (sighs) Hiram arrives after a run to pass along to Veronica that there was a dumb escape attempt. (laughs) And the dumb ringleader was dumb Archie Andrews. (laughs) And Veronica's like, oh, I'm going to free him. I'm like, oh, I guess she's still doing that. And then Hiram is like, oh, I don't know. They might add another year onto his sentence. And I'm like, they can't. I mean, I guess he would then. I he guess w- he'll just go to adult jail then. Yeah. Yeah. But he took a plea bargain. I don't think they can. I mean, they can. If you if you commit more crimes in jail, they can definitely, like, do that. So they can add on time. You know what? This city is full of lies. <laughs> doing- I feel like Archie could just be like. We were just doing exercise, and all of them guards shot us. <laughs> no, nah, but they only believe the guards, not the clearly injured boys. That's true. And it will become clear later on that apparently there's nobody who will ever believe these boys. Despite the fact that there's got to be someone somewhere. Uh, well, apparently, the boy fight club. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
Hiram gives a call to our uh, our, our good friend Turtle Man, uh, who we Bo- learn is named Warden Norton because yep. he is truly a Doctor Seuss turtle. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and he's like Archie Andrews. I hear a who. <laughs> and Archie's like, no, that's just me. I got a call on the pumper snuff with my hufferluff and my cuffer buff. <laughs> she's like, it's my punishment having to listen to you talk. <laughs> I don't like I do it, not sir. like green eggs and ham. Anyway, I'm going to brand you. And then he does. Then he brands him. He brands Archie Andrews. Archie Andrews has been strapped to his prison bed. And then the then the warden brands him, presumably under orders from Hiram, though that will become sketchy later. Now, I think it's very important that this is a long-term physical injury, that there's no way he got in, like, a prison fight, which means that once this poor boy is out of juvie, this place is being shut down and yeah, burned like, to the oh, ground. Oh, by the way, I was branded while I was there. They 100% and they'd like, be like, no, one of the other boys created a brand. <laughs> and got it really hot without us noticing. And branded her. It's what they do in prison. It's just how it works. No, branding is not. Even Orange is the New Black didn't have a brand. They gave her a prison tattoo. It's like, that's clearly a brand. Where? Also, where did Warden, Warden talk to him for a long time? Where'd that brand come from? How did Archie not notice it sitting there in a fire? <laughs> Oh, there's going to be a federal inquest into this juvie, and there will never be a juvie in Riverdale again. <laughs> so Betty decides she needs to... Uh, she needs to get some adult help. Yeah, by doing that, she gets kid help. <laughs> <laughs> but the smartest of kids, Kevin Keller, Josie, and Reggie is in the room. Our so. secondary characters. Yay! Yay! And she <laughs> asks them, jo- Betty... Ask these children. She asked these children, "Hey kids, your parents murderers?" <laughs> and they're like, "I don't think so." And then Kevin Keller in his head is like, mm, "My dad did shoot the flight fake black hood super in the back." But once again, I guess it was kind of in the line of duty. Yeah, I still think yeah. could have been less aggressive about that. Mayor McCoy also could have been doing some murders, <laughs> but we've never seen Reggie's dad. So, but uh, but also that's a interesting thing to bring up with your uh teen your friends f- friends so investigate your parents because they might be murderers and the characters are essentially like all right, all right. i mean reggie's basic thing is that like my dad's not a nerd <laughs> which fair unfortunately reggie your dad did do the larp <laughs> yeah not cosplay reggie as you say no he larped he larped reggie i want you to say it with me he larped real hard so she sends them off to, uh, I guess, spy on their parents. And while this is going on, Veronica, who's in her own storyline at all times, yep. is having a meeting with that mafia kid from the f- second season. Melio, I want to say. Elio. Elio. He was the boy who no, I know. I know who he was. No, I'm telling the listeners. Okay, I thought, but you were looking directly at me. Because podcast. I usually look away. All right, fine. I'll look at the ground. <laughs> listeners, I am looking at my wine glass. And I want you to know that this is the boy who tried to start the casino. And then Hiram was like, nay, nay, we cannot be in with a casino. We are a legitimate business. So it turns out that casino is doing real good and apparently is rivaling the Bellagio in Vegas. And this is in Sweetwater? (laughs) I guess. Sweet town, sweet grass. Presumably it's in Riverdale. 
No, she says it's a sweet. But Sweetwater River is in Riverdale. Is Riverdale all things is and there, no things Riverdale, at once? Riverdale might have a casino. I don't know. We'll never know. I honestly didn't think it was until he said Sweetwater Casino. I'm like, oh, I mean, I guess the river also runs. It could be in Greendale. It could. I mean, rivers are long. <laughs> rivers are long. Anyway, so she's like, hey, I need you to help me. I tried nothing and it failed. <laughs> uh, she did say that she's been doing stuff with the Innocence Project and she's hit a roadblock. And I'm like, she said that repeatedly. She, really? <laughs> later, she's like, I've tried every legal avenue and there's just nothing I can do. And I'm like, what did you try? Although later at the end of the episode, Hermione does say, ugh. And the Innocence Project is up our backs. It just it seems like her... So ba- maybe it is doing stuff, but not fast enough she's for just her? Been, she's just been sending them off to hassle Hermione, I guess. <laughs> That's what she thinks will do it. Yeah. Like, go bug the mayor. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Melio says that he might have contacts in... They're calling it LL. Yeah, that's the name of the juvie. So yeah. I guess it's a private juvie. Yeah. Like a private for profit prison. Yeah. More importantly in this scene, though, Kevin, more importantly is that Veronica did put up that painting of herself in the speakeasy. <laughs> yeah. It's on an easel. Yeah, which... <laughs> wow. Which wow. Which wow, indeed. So let's go from uh, this... Veronica and her uh, fun, let's pretend is the 1930 speakeasy, to more LARPing. Where Jughead... Well, first Jughead is just crazy writing on his typewriter. <laughs> yeah. He's in a frenzy. He's really good trying to figure. He's 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 really trying to dungeon master. Real good. He's trying to write the best storyline he can write. Yeah. But then. Yeah, deal. You got all your characters for you. Don't you don't railroad them. No, he doesn't give his characters any choices. He does not. It's just him telling a story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in burst Cheryl and Tony, and they're very angry <laughs> because, because they-, <laughs> they almost got shot with an arrow. In their tent. Because as it turns out, Sweepy and Fangs just really want to LARP. Can I just sidebar from this hilarity? Because this is very good. Oh, it's very good. So Jughead is in his house in the trailer park. Which means that this weird trash No, I I guess they must have moved his trailer to... This weird trash hole that the serpents live in. I would say that makes more sense than their that weird... That makes way more sense. Yeah, I I, th- I think just at some point they moved his their trailer out of the trailer park to this caravan. Now, Kevin... To this Romani caravan. Winter is coming. No, it's not. It only comes when it's plot-specific, Aaron. At some point... Well, I guess there was never really a plot about Fred Andrews not being able to pay his hospital bills. No, Aaron, there's no plots about anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just feel like they're setting something up, but they're not going to. No, they're not. <laughs> Winter's going to come and they'll be fine. Winter will only come when it's plot-specific, Aaron. Aaron, I think, like, four days have gone by. I guess Winter will only come when Jughead starts monologuing about it. Yeah. About how the winter outside matches the winter in their souls. I mean, and Winter won't come early because they don't have any maple stuff anymore. That's true. <laughs> what happened to that thriving maple business? Yeah, heroin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got heroin, and then the place got burned down, and everyone was just sort of like, ah, don't worry but about it. But the place it. was their home. Nah, don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, you think that the maple business will be fine. It wasn't all heroin, was yeah, it? Yeah, they still had some maple. Because, like, that was the only, um like, maple syrup that the town would use is yeah. the some maple syrup. So what are they eating now? <laughs> I like to think that they're just like, they're just like, all right, that was a good try. Let's all just walk away and not talk about this. The blossoms no longer exist. Did you know that they married their brothers? <laughs> Something we all know. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Yeah. Clifford, Blossom, 
has a twin brother. Yeah. Which is all which also is her brother. And was not in the Midnight Club episode. She didn't even refer to him. No. Even though she got adopted to why did she get adopted to marry Clifford and not adopted to marry Augustus? Clearly they don't like Augustus. He wasn't there for the reunion. Like here's unless he was gonna reveal that Augustus is Clifford, which please don't. And no one knew he had a brother. <laughs> Clearly he's like a black sheep like What? I know. Aaron, 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 that was last season. You can't think about that anymore. <laughs> you know how I get so distressed about the ages of the characters on the OC? Aaron, we, I am the meme with the Aaron. things. Oh my god! Look, we have to come to an agreement. We can't think about this show that hard. We we are not allowed to think about this show harder than the people who write this show think about it. I liked this episode, and now I can like, feel my brain breaking. So, um, yeah, they want to LARP real badly, but Jughead is like, "No, you're gonna LARP when I say you can LARP, because I'm your game master." It's real mazes of monsters. And then he decides to prove something. <laughs> Here's why I'm the game master. And then he puts a can on his head. He's like, "Cheryl, shoot it." He makes Cheryl shoot the can off his head. She's the dead eye. Because being William Tell, I guess, gives you street cred. And he's like, he's like, do you want to do that? And Sweet Pea's like, no, I don't. Oh, in this scene, there was like some minor stuff where Sweet Pea and Fangs were like, what? We have to be your foot soldiers in real life now? We have to be your foot soldiers in the game too? That's not, no, he's the... What? The game master is not your boss. And also, What? It's also, what? What, indeed. Oh, God. Oh, God. But he's, now he, Jughead's the game master. He is the game master. He is the game master. All right, that moves on to the fact that FP is real mad about G&G. Before that, we have a short scene in which Veronica gets a call from Elio, and he's like, hey, we're going somewhere. Dress incognito. Oh, right. Where are we going? I need details. And he's like, no, no details, which... Does not help. Well, her. It's, that is classic TV. I can't. I can't tell you. I'll have to show you because because it, it, it's more visually. But I mean, like saying dress incognito. I'm not telling you where we're going. What if she dressed up like dress up fancy and they were going to like the White Worm? Exactly. Like he could have given her some guidance. Yeah, if he just said dress like like dress nice, or if he was like, watch your phone. I'll send you a text with the deets. Yeah, something like that. Don't say deets. Anyway, okay, now FP's now real FP mad. Now FP is mad. We get a little bit more of him just being, just being like, you're playing the Game Boy. How dare you play that Game Boy? Man, he's so angry about, I mean, Griffins and Gargoyles. And then Jughead's like, how dare you be angry? I know you played the game. Alice told Betty. <laughs> and Although F- he figured, FP figures it out. He's like, how did you know? Betty. Alice, I get it. <laughs> but that's just Alice's version of the story. <laughs> Betty, the smart one. That makes sense. Like, who mm-hmm. else would it have been? The only one who's smart. Who else smart. is going to think to ask their parents anything? But, yeah, anyway. That's only Alice's viewpoint. Like, yeah, you're right. It is. That's what we said all of last episode. And I would love if we got, like, a flashback of someone else's viewpoint. Oh, my God. If we got FP's version of the story. I would I would have liked if, like, it was just, like, every other episode you got a different parent's version of the story. And, you know, just a couple of little highlights. Yeah. Oh. But it's that FP just like, I don't know. Maybe, uh, <laughs> was it, maybe there was another group. Maybe Featherhead was playing his own game. 
which now that we've watched the entire episode makes a lot more sense than yeah. with this moment where he's like maybe that stern man from the breakfast club maybe he maybe he was playing griffins and gargoyles maybe he was a cleric maybe he was a rogue now they they use none of the D&D classes maybe or paladin kind of paladin and didn't they have they had like a, oh no they called it a thief they have a thief which is a type of rogue but they don't have like the main and then like uh, the dead eye i guess is also but to be fair when you go back to like like 3.5 and fourth edition there's a lot of classes not just like the very centered down ones we have in fifth anyway anyway jughead wraps up the scene with his dad by being like dad i'm gonna get inside the game master's head by being my own game master you got a game master to master a game to master a game master (laughs) that's the rules dad it's the rule fp's like okay just don't drink the blue juice (laughs) look just don't kill yourself it seems very easy look you can play griffins and gargoyles just don't kill yourself even if the game says drink the juice just don't drink the juice just just don't you don't have to The game's not a police officer. It's a it's a game. It's like the sign. If you don't drink it, no one will know. <laughs> Just lie. No one will know, Jughead. <laughs> a game cannot peer pressure you. <laughs> no, no, it can't. No. Unless if once again, magic is real. Uh, so then we have an absolutely adorable, amazing scene where <laughs> the parents, and by the parents, I mean Daddy Keller and lawyer mccoy i like I, I clearly they called this meeting right the kids called the meeting no there's no no i do not think the kids called the meeting i think they took <laughs> advantage of the meeting and did not get what the meeting was oh that's the I only was, way that, that's the only way i can imagine this situation happening i was almost hoping that the kids were like well now that you're dating maybe we should all hang out as a family and then we're horrified by where it went no no, no. i definitely think that the parents were like Hey, uh, you know, let's all go out for dinner at Pops, and then well there, <laughs> well there, Josie and Kevin start detecting, which they're actually okay at. Yeah, until Kevin. Well, even when Kevin is like, "So have you ever played Griffins and Gargoyles?" Well, at that point, it was a is a thing that everyone in the town yeah. knows about. And the parents are like, "Ah, no, we're not nerds." <laughs> There's a dude like, "Mom, Dad, did you LARP? <laughs> you can tell tell me if you LARP, Mom." Uh, children, we are not nerds. <laughs> we don't LARP. How dare you? They also lie about having a high school relationship, which is a real dumb lie, because I assume everyone... <laughs> like, their relationship was public. Um, no, it oh, wasn't. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was secret. Yeah. Yeah, because their parents were racist. Because their parents were racist. Uh, mm. So, no, they had their secret relationship, and now they have an open relationship, and then because... wasn't I imagine that they called this meeting, the kids did not get it, because they're like, like oh. well, now that we're here... <laughs> and then lawyer McCoy grabs Sheriff Keller's hand and we they're like, we have some news. Yeah, we don't even get what it is, but we, but you could get it just because of that. And then the face that Kevin and Josie have has of just like, oh, no. Guys, it's adorable. It's a, it's a great, like, moment to put into this show of ridiculousness. This, like, real moment of these two people who are like... So, I guess they're, they must be divorced. These sweet people who have been in love for so long and have made some mistakes in the pursuit of their love. The thing is, so, this is actually an interesting moment because I often rag on, like, this show and other shows for doing things off screen. Something about this moment, I don't mind that the divorces or, like, the separations were done off screen. 
Well, there's been so much other angst that I think we would have been annoyed if they had given us screen time of the divorce. Yeah. Hmm. And I mean, if there's one thing we know, it's that these are not main characters. It's true. They're not. Hey, Sheriff Keller. Sheriff Keller. (laughs) They keep on promising us like dads. Hot dads. (laughs) We haven't seen that. They don't follow through. (laughs) So uh, Veronica and Elio head off to their incognito thing. And it's the boy fight. It's the boy fight. He brought Veronica to the boy fight, which means Elio went up to like his contacts like, hey, so what's going on at that there uh, juvie over there? Oh, they make the boys fight each other. Oh. Who, who bets on it? I don't know, guards and board housewives? Rich people like you. You want to go? <laughs> you want to go to a boy fight? And he's like, hmm, I do. And then... <laughs> So we learned later this, that so it turns out this is seaside recreation, which I guess must have been closed. Yeah. Now, Aaron, I have a question for you. Is Riverdale on the sea? Yeah, remember when I went to that cliff? I know, but I was making a joke, Aaron. Kevin, this is all places and no places. So Riverdale is seaside. It has to be. So Riverdale takes place in Vancouver. Riverdale is Vancouver. I mean, unless... Well... No, because I guess the juvie doesn't have to be in... The juvie's not in Riverdale. But it's near Riverdale because so all those ma- <laughs> cheerleaders got there. Yeah, so I guess it, Riverdale must be close to the ocean. But not... Well, yeah, because in um, the Archie comics, they always used to go to the beach. Yeah. Okay. Riverdale doesn't show that very well. Because remember when, when they went swimming, they went down to a hole in the forest? That's true, because it's private. Because it's private, that's true, and they don't have private beaches. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. So this is, man, Archie drove real far to have that clandestine meeting with Hermione by the rocky ocean side. Well, you know, Andre, when Andre puts you in a car, you just go in that car. Right. Uh, so Veronica sees the boy fight and then is able to see Archie. Which, now that we realize, okay, one... It is established in this episode that the other boy is always prepared for the fight, <laughs> yeah. and Archie is always pushed in there with a bag on his head. Yeah, Archie, Archie's always brought with a bag over his head, which is a weird thing, thing that they that they do. But sure, whatever. And two, now that we know that this is not the prison, this is Seaside Community Center. This next scene becomes even weirder. <laughs> yeah, so apparently Archie is just allowed to just hang out in the locker room, and Veronica is very easily able to walk into the locker room. And then they're able to have sex in the locker room. And at no point does a guard in do anything. Or Warden Norton, or is or, Elio just standing out there being like, I don't care Distracting about, people with his charm? I don't care about Elliot. I don't know. It makes no sense. I do want I do want to know where a Warden Norton hears a who is. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not hearing the woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the Sims. No, I got it. Yeah. No, I got it. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> they so they have some sex. They have some standing clothes on sex. Because this show is more less innocent than Sabrina. <laughs> well, they don't have sex. They just praise Satan. And be naked. And then Veronica's like, I tried some stuff. I tried legal things, but it's all dead ends. There's only one thing we could do now, Archie. A prison break. But a prison break that I plan. Not one that you plan, you dum-dum. <laughs> five minutes. I I mean, sure, whatever. Yeah, that's the where her mind's going to go. This so, is really the only one thing we can do here, which is break you out of prison. She does realize, she's like, okay, we can't break you out of the prison, but we can break you out of here. And not prison. This is not a prison. There's some security, but less security. 
And there must be another door to this community center. Like, no, I have a better idea. Well, I was cleaning up the blood. <laughs> <laughs> I, found, I saw all the blood went in a drain. And he says under the ring. But he should really say is at the bottom of the drained out pool they fight in. This is a pool. So obviously there's a drain. Well, I mean, yes. Clearly there's a drain. You have to drain a pool. But I, I like, I just mean, it's under the ring. No, you're fighting in a pool, Archie. You're fighting in a pool. Also, I get that they don't have, like, an escape plan right now, but she definitely just waltzed into that change room, and most change rooms have an emergency exit. I feel like they really, really be like, Archie, we gotta escape. Maybe right out through there. Let's go out that door. This is clearly also, I mean, it's, at first I'm like, this is a school. This is clearly a school. But no, it's a recreation. Yeah. There's emergency exits everywhere. Yeah. You tell me he has all of them covered? There's no way. She was literally able to just walk right into a room with a prisoner. Yeah, and stay there for long enough for sex and escape plan. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, when's your next fight? And he's like, it's coming up soon. <laughs> so I guess he gets his fight roster ahead of time. So for his next fight, they will escape. Yeah. Anyway, that moves on to uh, the, te- the detectives is what I'm calling them, though they're not. Nope. First, Jughead comes nope. on out to his friends and he's like, oh, right. guys. You're ready to... So I thought he came up with an off-board plot, because that's what they've been demanding. Yeah. But instead, he's like, you want to play G&G again? I got something that will blow your mind! And, and he like... holds up his, like, novel. And they're all like, yeah, we're going to play Dungeons & Dragons! Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Wait. Tomorrow? What? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, the next time they play G&G yeah, The prison break happens. No, Aaron. Aaron, no, I know. I know. What? Yep. Oh, no. I do love how you, when you don't realize this up until we start recording. These are in my notes. Oh, no. Okay, I wrote, so. I wrote down, the next day, the plan is done. There's a meticulously planned out plan. Also, Archie fights every day. But he said next week. Nah. <laughs> nah, Aaron, nah. I trust Archie. I shouldn't, but I do. So, <laughs> so... Uh, now we see the detectives. Yeah, so Betty um, and Reggie and Josie and Kevin all sort of discuss, like, none of our parents would tell us. And first we think Reggie is a cool kid because he's sitting there wearing sunglasses. Inside. Turns out, no, nah, he was punching... His dad <laughs> punched him in the eye for asking him about G&G. <laughs> Which is really sad. Which is real sad. I want a series about Reggie and the trials and tribulations of his life. I mean, I mean, I guess also his dad might just be like, oh God, murder and the murder. <sighs> Maybe his dad wasn't even punching. He just panic flailed and like hit Reggie in the I like the term. idea that Reggie, like I know we saw Reggie's dad in the past looks exactly like Reggie. I like the idea that Reggie's dad is just like a real skinny nerd. <laughs> Oh, no! Oh, no, jeez! <laughs> well, we just saw Alice's impression of Reggie's dad. That's true. That's true. And Alice note. is wrong. Alice is not a reliable narrator. Anyway, then we get the most Veronica moment ever, where Veronica comes in and says, Shut up! I don't care what you're talking about. I don't care about your lives or your problems or your situations. She does, in fact, say, I don't know what you're talking about, but you need to listen to me. Because <laughs> my thing is more important. We're doing a prison break. I mean, to be fair, her thing does happen tomorrow. <laughs> so I guess time is of the essence. I kind of wanted Ben to be like, uh, 
Veronica, uh, we're talking Veronica, about murder. Veronica, we're doing a murder investigation. And actually, you're involved with this because both of your parents were a part of it. Not just one parent like the rest of us. And one of your pre- parents is... No, Hiram wasn't involved. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was. You're right. Um, he was sorry. a nerd that we didn't know that we assumed was... You're right. Edgar Evernever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> like, both your parents involved. One of them's a murderer. I mean, more than a murderer he already is. They could both be murderers. You don't know Veronica. That's why we need to investigate. I like the idea that if it is Hiram or Hermione, it's like, eh. okay, so they're already, <laughs> they've already been murderers. They just started earlier than we thought. But maybe we can bring them down on a past murder, if not on the present murder. <laughs> no, no, the present crimes, but the past crimes, for sure. And anyway, it's just like, shut up. We're doing, a, we're doing a prison break. And they're not super excited. We know who is super excited. Betty? No, Jughead. Oh, yeah, when Betty comes to fill Jughead in. Yes, come on. I was trying to remember. I'm like, what was the next scene? No, it's it's Betty goes like, hey, Jughead, we're doing a prison break. And Jughead's like, that's awesome. I want to LARP it. That's what I needed for my storyline. I needed a good reason. But he's like, no. <laughs> now, I'm very disappointed because I really thought at this point when Jughead got so excited that he had developed a storyline to take them off board, which is what they truly wanted. Yeah. And he was going to let his cool gang nerd friends. His cool LARP, his cool LARP friends. Go and LARP the prison break and help with it by acting it out. <laughs> but it turns out in reality, he just reads a story to them while the prison break happens. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a terrible game master. I would hate to be in his game. And you're not going to do anything. Uh, yeah. There's no choice. Well, I guess technically there's one choice. But also the choices they make just happen to line up really well with the choices. I mean, it's a TV show. Yeah. Um, whatever. It's fine. It works. Anyway, Betty's like, Jughead, we're actually breaking your friend out of prison. We're not making up a story. So you can play your little game like a weirdo if you want to. I'm taking your motor- motorcycle. Goodbye. Yep. Yep, yep. I'm so disappointed that the LARPers didn't LARP the prison break. <laughs> well, but LARPing is bad, Aaron. That's true. LARPing Lar- leads to murder. LARPing would be a sign of evil. And they're not they're not they're doing good by breaking Archie out of prison. That's true. Speaking of Archie, he gets a priest a feast. He gets a feast with he, uh Wordle the Turtle. He has a special date. Yeah, he gets to sell some green eggs and ham. And some potatoes. And some potatoes. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> funny like, there. Or just like Ooh, this is real good food, but you're angry at me, so I assume you're going to kill me. And Wordle Turtle <laughs> is like, yes, in fact, I am. <laughs> I would not kill you in the snow. I would not kill you with a hoe. What I will do is kill you in the pool. <laughs> I don't like how you set up these rhymes and break these rhymes. Like, if you kept doing the rhymes all the way through, I'd be more cool with it. Uh, it's really confusing for but, me. But you're, you're, you're really confusing. <laughs> Take me to a place, and then you just drop it. You're like, okay, Dr. Seuss, but then you're like, come back down, and you're like, I'm going to murder you. I just, I don't get it. Where's the internal consistency? Come on. <laughs> I don't know if this is a joke. I don't know if you're just weird. Are you a turtle, sir? Sir. 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 Are you a turtle? Sir, you're going to kill me. Sit so down. Just answer me one question. Are you a turtle? Are you a turtle? But that's not the question Archie asks. Is that Archie asks, how did Hiram frame me? A question we all knew the answer to. Because we saw the trial. And Archie, you are at the trial. You have to know the answer to the question. You know. Did you zone out? 
when did the trial. Did you just not listen to any of the other testimonies? Did you just like be like, but Hiram was so nice to me. So, Remember, Aaron, we did find out that he barely didn't realize Hiram did it. Until, until he threw that bottle of rum. So Archie, real dumb Archie, is like, but how did, <laughs> how did he do it? And <laughs> what we discover from our turtle friend, our turtle overlord, is that Hiram paid those boys $10,000 each to do a lie. Yeah. But now they're in hiding. Yeah. And in the people think, mines. Well, people think they might be hiding in Shadow Lake, but you know where I would hide, boy? I would hide in Shadow Lake Mine. At this point, I'm like, oh my god, they are They're LARPing. They're going to LARP into those this mines. This is LARPing. Why, are, why are these boys living in the mines? Where else would you find Shadow Lake Mines other than in a fantasy world? How do you hide in this day and age, 2018, how do you hide in the mines? <laughs> Why are they not just in Florida going to Disney every day with their $10,000? Well, you see, Aaron, is they dug too deep. And now the Balrog is chasing them all around the mines? (laughs) Yes. Yep. So our LARPing friends are going to go down there and Cheryl's going to shoot the Balrog? Yes, the drums of the deep will pound. And then, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, Aaron is going off the rails. Then they're all going to run. We also get... So Archie's like... (laughs) Archie makes asks a really weird question, which is clearly just a setup for the warden to say this other nonsense. Because he asks him, are you under Hiram's thumb? Which is an insane thing to ask someone who clearly is. Yeah, real straight. Even from your perspective, Archie. You've seen him act out Hiram's orders, and he did brand you. But as it turns out... Um, the warden is like, no, I, uh, I, I subscribe to a higher power... So, I guess the warden is in the game? And the game is the cult. And the game is obsessed with Archie. And Edgar Evernever is Hiram in a mask. <laughs> like, this really is making it seem like it's Hiram is <laughs> the gargoyle king. Yeah. Is Hiram just like, or was the warden just like, oh man, that's lucky. Also, Hiram wants me to do this? Oh, all my chickens are coming together. Oh, perfect. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Well, Kevin, I had originally picked out a nice bottle of kombucha to drink tonight. Yeah, Which kombucha. actually would have been really good, very refreshing after our adventure at the bookstore. Yeah. But then I read the episode synopsis for this episode. <laughs> You're like, I, I can't do this. Can't do it without a little liquid courage. Liquid gold. And, the, and what, the booch, the booch wasn't strong enough for you? The booch is only 0.05% alcohol. That's fair. So I got some red wine. <laughs> Which is very alcohol. Wine's very alcoholic, people. Wine is like 14% don't, alcohol. Don't let all of those like middle-aged book club women dissuade you. Wine is super alcoholic. Yeah, wine is more alcoholic than beer. Yeah, it's... Real gets you real drunk, and it doesn't fill you up as fast as beer, so you can drink more of it. <laughs> so you don't real. That's why wine drunk is a thing, and it's heavy. It's hard, and then you get the tannin hangover. <laughs> However, I did not drink enough wine for that. That's good because I am a thirty-year-old woman, and I and watching teen dramas. <laughs> watching teen dramas, and if I drink a bottle of wine, that would be embarrassing. Yeah. So I had 
you know, a normal size glass, a five ounce serving of wine is called 50 Peak. It is a BC winery. It is a red blend. So it's probably like a Shiraz blend thing. That's what BC reds tend to be. It's good. It's juicy. And it actually, I like this episode, but would I have liked it without the wine? We'll never know. We'll never know. The world will never know. Would you like some wine? No, Aaron, it's, uh, it's way too alcoholic. You don't even want the kombucha, which is 0.05% alcohol. But it's also it's also tea, Aaron, which is plant broth. It's two True. things I don't like <laughs> for different reasons. But this is not tea. Nope. Nope. Okay, I'll just drink it. So we actually have this cool like extended sequence, which actually might be one of my favorite things that Riverdale has done, where they intercut the um uh the game, the G and G game, with the plan happening and going off. And yeah, sure, it's a little bit contrived, and I have complained about contrived things before, but it's just so coolly done with like split screen Mm -hmm. and like Jughead's voice is going over and us seeing like we'll get to the parts which are really really awesome but we'd say a lot of like negative things for the show this is an amazing sequence and I love it so much and what I will say is it's a little contrived but it's not too contrived because they get they give moments where the real life storyline has to go on for a while before it catches up to Jughead's thing yeah and like Jughead's it gets story. a little weird at the end. Let's not lie. Yeah, but Jughead's story is also vague enough. Yeah, that you know he knows there's a prison break and that there will be trials <laughs> and tribulations there and come up against. Clearly so referencing he, it. He he could probably guess. Yeah, it's yeah it is it's really cool. But uh, so we begin and uh, we have the plan happening and it is uh, Veronica being like, uh, "Look, I know there's a short notice. I." Archie said it was next week, and he was wrong. He does not know his schedule. I will say that we do get a little. We do get a little bit of of a, of a show of what Riverdale does is where they set something up and then put the stakes in later. Mm. Like, I feel like they should have found a way to for some, Archie to tell Veronica that he's going to be murdered. That like this, like it has to happen now, or like because then the the Veronica being like we have to break you out all this all the ch- these ridiculous choices that these people are making would make more sense well i mean it makes sense cuz they're teenagers and they get stuck on things they decide they're going to break him out during his next fight so they're going to break <laughs> him out during his next fight i know but <laughs> now archie's stakes are in a completely different place yeah and to be fair it's probably good that veronica doesn't know that archie's getting super murdered that day because <laughs> i don't know that she could be that cool oh uh, yeah that's fair Anyway, uh, so uh, Archie is getting set up, and for the first time ever, Wa- he has a helper. Joaquin is there, which should have tipped him off. But Archie's dumb. Let's be clear. We it's beca- it's yeah. It's been talked about for a while. We have to make it obvious. Archie is very dumb. So for some reason, he has a special helper helping him get ready for this fight, and it's Joaquin. And because this is Archie, he's like, I just want you to know, I'm gonna escape. But I'll come back for you. And then Joaquin gives him the kiss of death. And Archie thinks it's a romantic like, kiss. Why'd you kiss me? And then he stab and he stabs him. And he and says Archie's <laughs> like, Why you stab me? <laughs> I had to, Archie. This is the only way the warden said I could ascend. I'm like, wait, wait. What? Wait, the boys in the prison are 
playing off the board G&G. So everyone's LARPing? Well, I think that the prison warden is playing the game. And Joaquin was just like, ah, ascend. Fancy word for escape. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's happening to Joaquin. I don't... Joaquin No, has... he does say he's in a new gang, so never mind. He's playing the game. Yeah, the... Joaquin's storyline is the most bizarre thing in Riverdale when he leaves and then comes back and then it's like in this weird thing going on. It's bizarre. Anyway, he stabs Archie and then Archie's brought out now, you know, shivved, which hurts. But first, some other things have to happen. Veronica and Reggie try to get into the fight. Unfortunately, there's a challenge for our LARPers. Yeah, which is a... Bridge I think it's a, troll. Yeah, it's a bridge troll. And I really like this. Um, <laughs> this is what, it's one of the cool moments. So he asks Cheryl, the Deadeye, what she's going to do to get past the bridge troll. And Cheryl says, I'm going to use a deception spell. Yeah, she says... Oh, no, intimidation. It's very clearly intimidation. Oh, I thought it was deception. No, it's intimidation. Okay. Um, Kevin does deception. Oh, that's right. I mean, yeah. they, don't, they don't say, but it's clearly what he does. Also, she says spell, which is weird. They don't just call it a check. Because But she's a dead no... eye. She's a magic person. Even so, intimidation check I don't know, it just seems like a weird not to use that nomenclature. Like I understand that that is a very D D thing, but it's also not. But she's also a small spellcasting character. So I don't I think, think she is. She's an archer. No, she's the dead eye is a spellcaster. I remember that from last episode. I thought they were an archer is the point. That's why she shot an arrow. No, because they were using her arrow. Her bow and arrow. Why is the dead eye a spellcaster? Very clear. Last episode, the dead eye was a spellcaster. FP was a spellcaster. Yeah. When did that come up? When did any of that come up? I definitely remember it. No, I don't. Think well, I was spell- trying to figure out who the people were. I do not think he was a spellcaster. Because mm. I was trying to figure out what a dead eye is, because it makes no sense. It was a spellcaster. It was an archer. Dead sure. eye. That would make more sense than a spellcaster. All right. Let's well, fight about this fictional game more. No, Aaron. I'm trying not to fight. I'm trying to move forward, but you keep getting stuck on nomenclature. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about Veronica's amazing lie. Intimidation. No, she lies. She says that she's the daughter of the warden. She does it by intimidating. Sure. Come yeah, on, it's intimidation. Anyway, it works. Because it scares that man. She's like, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the daughter of Norton. Can't you see by my pushed up nose and my crazy who hair? <laughs> she and her fiance are there. I want to know. Reggie has no disguise. His yeah, disguise but- is sunglasses. Yeah, but Aaron, who would be like, that's Reggie Mantle. Reggie Mantle's not popular. No one likes Reggie Mantle. He's super popular. He's the head of the football team. No, no um... Yes, he is. Oh, he's the head. Ah, uh, but still, it's Reggie Mantle. Who cares? Hiram knows who he is. But but they didn't know Hiram was there. And the Mantles are rich. Also, this is not a... Ma- this is not... I still think he should have a disguise. This is not Hiram's guards. These are the prison guards. I still think he should have a disguise. He does Okay, whatever. Everyone else has a disguise. <laughs> it's nomenclature, Aaron. It's facingclature. Anyway, after that check, we get Kevin doing a bluff check. He brings in the, some beers and pops. Yeah, and he does it in the way that you get it in place. We're just being like, look, I was told to bring this here, man. Just let me bring it inside. Important to note, the beers and pops have explosions in them. It is also important to note that this boy fight is catered. <laughs> yeah. And we saw the... Um, we which, saw them making the explosions during the which planning I mean, sequence. Like, let's let's be fair. I mean, of course it is. Of course they have to be. But I've never seen a behind the scenes on like an illegal <laughs> underground fight and thought, yeah, of course there's caterers. Yeah, there's a lot of people who know about this secret boy fight <laughs> yeah, club. Yeah, because Josie also sneaks in as a caterer. Like, <laughs> no. so it's just it's just funny to think about. 
Now, as this is happening, Archie gets brought in, of course, with a bag over his head. Yeah. And this time he's wearing a shirt in the ring, which should be an instant suspicion. <laughs> also very clearly holding a knife wound. But none of his friends are suspicious about that. Yeah. Uh, who does he have to fight, Kevin? Who does he have to fight? A resurrected hellhound. Ooh, Ooh. bad dog. Yeah. <laughs> Whose muscles have grown even larger in the past few weeks. Perhaps. So, who knows what happened to Mad Dog? That won't be explained. Don't worry, he's still under the warden's thumb. We thought he escaped because he's 18, but like, he didn't. Well, no, we thought he died. I didn't think he died. I thought he got moved to Mac to adult No, prison. I thought for sure he was killed. Oh. <laughs> I just thought Well, because they told Archie he was killed, and I don't understand why they would go with he's dead to rather... scare Archie. I don't... That doesn't make any sense. I definitely... Or they've just been holding him in a closet until the time comes that he has to dramatically fight Archie. No, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't care. Anyway... Uh, back out in the forest, uh, Kevin's job is to get through a sewer grate, which they apparently these, I mean, they only had a data plan, Aaron. Let's yeah, be, let's but be they fair. did not check to see if there was a lock. And there is a lock, which is infuriating. And also Joaquin is just running by. Yes, and he reveals to Kevin that he has joined another gang, a more powerful gang than the Serpents. Don't get involved in this, Kevin. Don't get involved. No, Kevin, you don't understand. I'm LARPing. You can't, don't do it. I'm LARPing. Now, we find out from Josie the waitress that people are betting against Archie. There's a lot of money that he'll lose. And the kids at that point are, like, mildly suspicious. Because he apparently apparently wins every single fight, so it seems weird for people to be all of a sudden betting against him. Putting a whole lot against him. But they're not suspicious enough. (laughs) Not yet. Meanwhile, Archie tells Mad Dog about his escape plan. (laughs) And Mad Dog's like... You can't escape this place. <laughs> we're tra- animals in here. In here, we're animals. It's gonna be. A, I'm a. My name is Mad Dog. And Archie's like, no, we're gonna go through a hole in the floor. <laughs> what? Yeah, whatever. Archie's very bad at secret plans because he wants to have everyone be part of the secret plan. He doesn't like being exclusive. He wants to be like, and you want to hear about a secret plan? <laughs> now, we find out from Jughead that there's a wrench in the plan. Something. Terrible, something uh, unexpected. The, uh, a uh, a large evil dragon is Hiram. Is Hiram? Hiram's there to watch Archie die. I guess. Creepy. Creepy. So Veronica storms all over to him because what can she do? Yeah, and this might be my second favorite moment is that she is that because um, I think Tony is the analog for um, Veronica mm-hmm. because um, Cheryl's the analog for Betty. Uh, who, by the way, uh, Betty is going to get picked the lock while Kevin runs after Joaquin. Uh, that's not really very important right now. But anyway, Veronica, uh, what it, what it has with Tony says that she Tony's able to slew, sl- slay the dragon. She slew the dragon um, or the beast. I think it's a dragon uh, with her hidden uh, hidden dagger, which is Veronica stomping her heel on her dad's toe. <laughs> Flouncing off. Which I, I do what I really wish he would have said. I wish he would have said your hidden stiletto. Because mm, a stiletto is, is both a, a heel knife. and a knife. It would be very good. Uh, that would have been good. You missed it. You missed your opportunity to call the stiletto. So Veronica realizes the plan has to go now because Archie is floundering. Also, <laughs> yeah. her data implies that he's going to be super dead. Yeah. So they start throwing all of those cans into the pool and yeah. they're smoke bombs. Yeah. And... Archie's like, let's go through the hole. <laughs> Mad Dog's like, nah, I'm too swole. I can't. I've tried. I can't fit it through the hole. I'm, too, I'm just too bulky, man. I can't do it. Look at my shoulders. I'm a man, not a boy. <laughs> I, did too, I lifted too many weights. I love how that is. 
finger. The, it almost stopped Archie because earlier he's like, I don't know if I can fit through that. I'm just I'm too I'm too swole. My dad, he built my shoulders too broad. <laughs> Look at me. Um, do you know what I really wish happened here? I wish that Mad Dog told told Archie his real name. Oh, that would have been so that would have been sweet. a good moment. Instead, Mad Dog's like, No, don't worry, I'll hold him back. Which he <laughs> He punches every guard. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know how much he's actually holding them back, but I will say that they decide to ignore Archie and, and just go, go straight for Mad Dog. Now, if I were Mad Dog, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. He, I would drop to the ground and cover my eye and be like, I don't know. He just punched me and left. Nobody knows if he's standing. They'll come after him instead of. Yeah, but now he's gonna get murdered. Nah, but he wants to. He wants to go down punching. He's a murderer. He's an animal. He punches everyone. Anyway, uh, then uh, Warden is very, very yeah. angry. Apparently, these guards, who are smaller men than Archie, I think, cannot follow him down the grate. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's because they're men. <laughs> and he's like, men don't go in grates. So men the- don't have hates. Men. <laughs> Just go out there and find him. Find him! Find him! <laughs> the camera shoots him from below, backlights him. Yeah, so Norton Hears a Who is very angry. Now, because this is a TV show, Betty picks that lock at the last possible second, which is fair, because lock picking is hard. And Archie is covered in boy blood. So much blood. that's where they sweep the blood down into that drain. And he looks at some clothes, and he says, are those for me? <laughs> And it's very important. Betty does not answer. She just hugs her poor dying friend. Yeah. And then we have a sweet bike escape. And meanwhile, the people in the game are having – are being ch- their, uh, their steeds being chased by nightmares. By a cavalry. Sure, that's how I'm going to say that word. Of nightmares. Yeah. See, stallions and nightmares and stallions. It goes on forever and they go fast, but it may be too fast. And if you follow this fast speed, you'll die, but you need to escape. And then, oh, no. A cliff. Also, there's been no rules for about half an hour now. No one has made any choices. It's just Jughead telling his real good story. To be fair, it's a good story, but that's not whatever. Uh, there's a cliff ahead, and the cliff is called Other Guards. And also, Warden Norton hears a who. Yeah. Uh, and as I get there, they're like, stop, stop. And he, the, the man pulls off his helmet, and it's Kevin. It was a feint all along. It was a trick. <laughs> was a deception which is fair because that man is holding on to betty in a way that archie cannot in his state <laughs> archie can grasp nothing meanwhile in stranger things because reggie really does look like um <laughs> steve steve yeah. yeah yeah uh archie is placed in the back of the truck and driven off success but oh no um and the these gamers are like what happened to the red paladin did the red paladin survive and i wrote where are these dumb dummies taking him and then literally as i wrote it jughead said i don't know i made a change to the storyline i thought i'd know by now and at that second i said oh they're taking him to the bunker <laughs> yeah and the bunker door opens and archie falls in to the bunker because I can guarantee you, Betty or Veronica was like, he's my boyfriend. I'll help him down the ladder. And then dropped him. Because he and yeah. his robot bones weigh we, way more than Both her. of us are like, he was stabbed. Anyway, so Archie the Red Paladin has survived. Though that's interesting to note that he's being called the Red Paladin because... Prior to this, Betty is confronted in a very aggressive way well, by the warden. Sort of a, sort of concurrently to this. Demanding where has he gone 
And he specifically says, where is the red paladin? I will say you're saying at Betty. He's shaking Kevin. Yeah, but he's at Betty because <laughs> she immediately threatens to pepper spray him. He's shaking. He's shaking Kevin, staring at Betty. He doesn't and, know what he's doing. And like what Betty really should be doing is being like, you're a grown man who's accosting teenagers. We were just on a bike ride through the forest. Do you want to go to jail? You're not police. You're prison guards. You guys all work for a private for-profit juvie. You're so out of your jurisdiction. I want all of your names. Write them down. <laughs> I'm calling the governor. But uh, they head off. And then we, uh, then we have to deal with something that we... I guess we didn't think about too much. Archie has no idea what Griffins and Gargoyles is. He has no idea that Dilton's dead. He does not know what has happened to his town. He doesn't understand why he's in a bunker. <laughs> now, while he tries to ask all about this, I guess Tony is a first aider. Um, I mean, she de- has cleaned him up real well. Well, let's be clear. Tony has definitely stitched up shank wounds before. And she, she is she's she's part of the gang. Like, I'm just saying he's very, very clean and very well taken care yes. of in a very short period of time. Yes. Well, we don't know how long it's been. Well, he is only asking these questions now, so it can't have been that long. I'm pretty sure he's, I'm pretty sure he's unconscious after that fall. And no one has left. Like, <laughs> even Fangs and Sweet Pea are still there. Yeah, they're waiting for him to wake up. Anyway, so uh, as they're checking out his wound, they notice something beneath his waistband. I was wondering why no one was talking about the brand. is because he was branded on, like, his pelvis. Like, exactly where his pants are going to hit. That seems painful. Yeah, and the brand looks... Old, not like two days old. Anyway, he was branded, and we see it's one of those uh, G&G symbols. Yeah. Which further cements the fact that apparently the warden is part of the game, I guess. So, (sighs) Veronica gives an inspiring speech that from this point forward, no one knows anything. The bunker doesn't exist. Archie doesn't exist. This moment doesn't exist. <laughs> Archie's never existed. If someone's like, hey, where's Archie? You're like, Archie who? And everyone's just kind of like, we, we got it, Veronica. Don't tell the grown-ups that Archie's in the bunker. Oh, I mean, Ethel still knows about the bunker, but she's off doing her own yeah, crazy thing. Yeah, she could thing. come down there any time. No, I think, I think at this point, Jughead has officially evicted her. <laughs> and he's told her that he's going to tell the Gargoyle King on her if she comes back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And now now he's in the game, remember? So Veronica goes off to do some damage control, and they decide to, like, set up a watching Archie rotation schedule. All good. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the Lodge House, Hermione is absolutely <laughs> furious about all of this nonsense that has been going on. She's furious at everyone. Let's be clear. She should definitely be more furious at Hiram because of the underground boy fighting ring. <laughs> But she's also a little bit furious at Veronica for... Revealing the underground boy fighting ring. And she knows that Veronica helped Archie escape. Yeah. Well, she's like, both of you need to stop with this Archie thing. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, Hiram is an adult who put Archie in a boy fighting ring. I feel like put a little bit more on Hiram there. Yeah, Veronica's 16. <laughs> Being obsessed with her boyfriend is the most 16-year-old thing that she does. So she has to go off and do some damage control. And that brings us into the secondary characters, as I'm calling them. Yeah. Unwinding about their day. Kevin explains that he could not find Joaquin because he had to go back to be the double. Yep. And Josie and Reggie are like, hmm, this is a complicated situation. And then Reggie goes, I'm so glad we got away with the escape. Are we going to do this now? 
So they're going to play G&G now. Because they need to know they need to know what it is. They need to understand how it could have a hold. I do want to point out so with the with that plan there was one part where um uh Betty was like I wanted to make doubly sure like one thing. That's definitely was the Kevin like switch, right? I actually thought it was when she was going around and pulling all of the um all of the wires out of the cars. No, I I feel like I feel like it was the, the reason I feel like it's the Kevin switch is because it was the smartest part of the plan, and Betty's real smart. It could be. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like this pulling things out that was that was natural. Like that could have also well because she was saying like I want to make double sure they can't come after us. Yeah. But I think it was probably one of those like feints yeah. where yeah. you were like, oh yeah, she's right. She pulled all those wires out so they wouldn't come after them. Yeah. It was like a double. And then it was trick. actually yeah. Yeah. It made you think, oh, she's doing that, but actually it was this other thing. Yeah. Um, but um, as they're about to start playing G&G... They're interrupted by a radio broadcast... From the 1960s. Which informs them that convicted murderer Archie Andrews has escaped, and he will definitely come back to Riverdale, so stay inside. Because <laughs> he'll murder ya! Archie murders a w- <laughs> one person, and it's a boy who tries to kill him. And also he didn't murder him. Also, he didn't murder him. But, like, if there's one thing we know from Archie Andrews' story, it's that if you don't try to murder him... <laughs> you won't get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> easy to avoid uh all right then we head back to the bunker and we get a little bit of jughead and betty time where jughead is like so was that man a turtle and betty's like this is the one thing that you were right about but i can't go sleep go sleep sure he's not a turtle and is that turtle the gargoyle king jughead go sleep (laughs) i swear if you ask me one more time about turtles or gargoyle kings i'm gonna burn this bunker to the ground well, speaking of turtles and gargoyle kings. <laughs> Turns out that the turtle has a challenge card from the gargoyle king that says, kill the red paladin. Which also means at some cho- at some point, the gargoyle king had to explain that the red paladin was Archie. Yes. So obviously it's a character in the game. And Jughead yeah. was like, ooh, red paladin. Archie's hair <laughs> Archie, is red. And he's a paladin. And then the gargoyle king... Also came to the same conclusion separately. <laughs> yeah, they're not very smart. It's not a pretty clever. obvious conclusion. Very obvious conclusion. Uh, well, the warden is there. Then he gets uh, the mayor is there to see him. But unfortunately. And he's, like, I, and he's like, I will not talk to the mayor on my time. I will not talk to the mayor with a rhyme. I'm just going to uh, kill myself right now. Ba-ba-ba, here's some good blue juice. Yeah, he has to do with the blue juice. It's the rules. <laughs> and he puts his poison in the blue juice, and he has very good poison. Yes, he's very, very strong, very powerful poison. I mean, he had a very small amount of mm-hmm. blue liquid. So, yeah, he, uh, boy, he dies real bad. He did not achieve his challenge. No. And I just want to point out, we have now found out the challenge cards are a part of this game, which means the challenge cards could have been a part of the last episode, just like I suggested. Yeah, I know. I, Aaron, I know. So anyway, Jughead <sighs> walks through the forest, and then, and then, Aaron. A figure is in the woods. With tiny hands. And he spreads them. <laughs> and you see these sick hands, and he turns toward Jughead, and Jughead, I think, bows? Or maybe just maybe just stands akimbo. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, next episode will tell us, which will not be next week. Because they're taking a break. <sighs> Darn you, American Thanksgiving. So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic 
pulled a challenge card and realized it could not succeed in it. So it drank that blue juice, but it was not the blue juice of suicide. It was the blue juice of drama. And suicide. And suicide. Okay. I did find that moment. And that moment is the fact that this show decided to double down on Archie Andrews being shoved into the fighting ring with a bag over his head. <laughs> Seeing it from like the outside perspective makes you'd be, it so much weirder. You'd be like, why does that guy have a bag on his head? Why does that, uh, this other guy's been here for like 10 minutes. He's warming up. He's doing practice jabs. He has like a sparring partner. He he's has been, a heavy bag. He's been waiting. <laughs> the other guy's brought him with a bag on his head. I'm going to vote on him or bet on him. I mean, maybe that's why. So they're like, ooh, Archie's the underdog. But I feel like a lot of these people come every week. I mean, yeah. I so mean, they know he's not the underdog. Yeah. They, well, I mean, you, you don't know, but his secret name's Old Baghead. Oh, uh, I mean, you know, maybe it's like uh, like the WWE, which I know is not what it's called anymore. No, it's a WWE. Oh, is it? It used to be the WWF. Oh. Mm, no, it's the WWE. Maybe it's like the WWE where everyone has a shtick and his shtick is big on head. Well, I mean, Mad Dog's shtick is that he's a dog. <laughs> they don't get to pick their shticks and also they're not very good. <laughs> but Mad Dog took his with, like, he fully went into his. Well, you know, he's been doing it for so long that it's like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> okay. He is a dog. All right. Well, we're Kevin, all animals. Did you find a CW moment? Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> it is the fact that Archie gets dropped into the bunker. Such drama, but why? It's such a, oh my god, it's such a hard fall. Well, and like, it's so violent. I fully understand. There's no way he can climb down that ladder. Why did someone go down there his ribs? first? Well, exactly. Like, you had other people there. Someone go down first to catch that poor boy. Do they know he's stabbed? They, yes. They say he's bleeding. And Reggie is a strong, strong boy. He's the captain of the football team. Like, oh my god, if you haven't seen this episode, the, like, the the... The thing opens, like the bunker opens, then you see Archie go down two steps, and then just fall hard on his like knees and it... And like there's there is no way he could have climbed that ladder. Like the his intercostals are all Yeah, so all stabbed up. So yeah, I mean in an episode that's pretty pretty bizarre, having having <laughs> having Archie climb down the ladder and fall is There were so many people up top. So many anyone could have helped him and no one did. Now, honorable mention because the show may do something with this. Yeah. Unreal mention, drama, no logic, Reggie being punched in the eye by his dad. Yeah, that just shows, like, aggressiveness on his dad's part. That we, at least based on Alice's depiction of him, inaccurate. Nah, who knows? But it's been a knows? long time. Maybe one day Reggie will have a storyline. <laughs> he almost dated Josie. Oh, yeah! Remember, remember when it seemed like they were going to make them an item? Yeah, I forgot about that. And then that. now Josie is... Single? I thought no, it's Josie. I thought I thought Josie. Who could she possibly someone. be dating? There are no other guys on the show. Or the She's Reggie's not dating Fangs. Nope. Huh. I thought we saw something where it's like one of them was anyway, uh, I can't remember the show. Who nope. knows? Nope. Nope. So the show does this thing sometimes where it like dis- it decides to retroactively add something that there's been no like indication that there's any possibility that exists. And it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't go so hard into it. And forget other things they had, like the fact that Clifford Blossom has a brother. Yeah, so like, so do you, are the Blossoms, like, in general also part of the game? Like, it seems like what the basic thing we have to understand, Aaron, is that everybody plays this game. Everybody is. And even if you don't know you're playing the game. You're playing You're it. playing the game. 
It's, it's a dumb game. Well, hey, uh, that's this week. We'll figure out what next week is going to be. It might just be another episode of the OC. Yeah, we'll see if we can come up with something like thematic and interesting. But because it, it is a little challenging to do like a bunch of Riverdale and then one episode of the OC and then back in, into Riverdale, but also <laughs> Riverdale takes a lot of breaks. Well, yeah, Riverdale takes a lot of breaks, and we can't be thematic and interesting all the time. Yeah. So if you have something that you want us to do, like let us know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Give us some tweets on Twitter. Telling us what you want us to do. That's Podcast MOA. Podcast MOA. Or if you have a longer idea where you need to uh, email us about it, you can also do that at Podcast MOA. Podcast MOA at gmail.com. Other good things to do with us are ratings, reviews, subscriptions. You know the drill. You listen to podcasts. You're an expert, but you do need to know that reviews are how people find us. And when there are so many Riverdale podcasts out there, you need to make sure people know about us, <laughs> the podcast that tells you the truth. Yeah. Or shouts about Dr. Seuss. And robots. And robots. And also, are you a turtle? <laughs> yeah. You know what? That has not been clarified for us yet. That is another loose, fret, loose thread. Is he a turtle? Will the kids be able to keep Archie's secret? What does it mean now that Jughead has met the Gargoyle King? Are you a turtle? Are you a turtle? Are you a turtle? Answers to all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama turtle cast. <laughs>